Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me to mix the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. Help you unlearn all the bullshit and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to guide and walk with you on your spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you. So that you can find more light, love, joy, and gratitude using all the knowledge I have continue to acquire to help you live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, and have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Welcome back, you spiritual badasses. I am here today with Anya Halam. Anya is a world traveler who's helped thousands of heart-centered entrepreneurs align with their ideal clients, attract money, wealth, perfect health, perfect love, mental health, and spiritual wealth. Holy moly, Anya, right? <laughs> yes, all the good things, all the good vibrations, and you can attract anything. <laughs> That's so true too, right? We can attract anything. We just have to know exactly what it is we want to attract and focus our energy to it. Um, so Anya, like me, started working issues in corporate as well. And like me again, and maybe some of you, and maybe some of you are still working in your corporate jobs and you're like kind of left feeling like you're just living paycheck to paycheck and that they're like you're trapped in that cycle. I call it like the corporate hamster wheel. Like even in my experience, Anya, I don't know if it was necessarily because I was a woman. And I think that my ego back then kept telling me that that's what it was feeling like you're not listened to you're passed over for positions. You're, you know, you just don't feel like you can climb the ladder fast as fast as others and uh, you find kind of feel stuck at, at a point yeah that's how it was for me as well I mean I I started working corporate America when I was very very young like yeah. I tell people I'm only 31 years old and I've had a career for over. I've had two careers at this point yeah. for over 10 year, years each and that's because I grew up very young like I had to grow up life circumstances and what happened with my family at the age of 10 my dad was in a really bad accident and he um, I had to grow up because of that so at the age of 10 we were all also immigrants, we are immigrants. So I was translating legal documents, going to doctor visits, like doing things no 10 year old should be doing. So because of that, I had to grow up really early. And one thing led to another, I was always very artsy, I knew that going into the art field was something that I wanted to do. And I took one graphic design class in high school. And I was like, this is what I'm doing. Like, I love this. I know that I want to do this. I'm obsessed. Like, let's go for it. Mm. So by 16, I knew that I wanted to go into graphic design. So I did anything in my power to graduate high school early. I graduated high school at 17 and went to college right away, like right after it. And I'm, I'm a very ambitious, like I'm go, go, go. I always have been like this. And also those life circumstances that I talked about, like I knew that I needed to help support my family as well. So by 19, I graduated university and then I was able to work corporate America right away. Like I say, I manifested things unconsciously into my life my entire life because I didn't know what manifestation was at that point yeah um so at 19 I was already working corporate America which most people don't even like don't even start college (laughs) when they're 19 years old but I was already graduated I was already working and I was very lucky I made quite a bit money and then I fairly worked up to it and then I got a couple other side jobs so like I was making six figures at 19 20 21 years old which no 21 year old should have that much money because then it goes yeah. to bad bad places 
Right. <laughs> but, um, but that's what happened. And then I came to a point in my career because I was, I was, I was switching jobs about every two, three years because whatever circumstances, like exactly like you were saying, either my ego got in the way or I couldn't work up in that particular position or the top dog. There was so much corporate politics, like everything that goes wrong with being in corporate America, corporate politics, being in an office, monotony, everyday monotony. So I came to a point in my last job that I was at where my manager got canned and I had another a new manager above me. And her and I did not get along. Like we butted heads. And it's crazy because like I get along with everyone Mm -hmm. except for this woman. Her and I I just did not get along at all. So I could either look for a new job because I wasn't going to stay there. I wasn't going to be under someone that her and I were constantly like it was living hell for me. So I did not want to do that. So I could either look for a new job or do something crazy. And I'm a badass and a rebel. (laughs) So I did something crazy. Yes, And within two weeks, I purchased a one-way ticket to Thailand. I cut off the lease on my apartment, sold my car, put everything in storage, woke up one day, went to the office, and I was like, I here's my two weeks notice it was just like intuition hit and it was such a strong feeling inside of me I was like I don't know what I'm doing I'm scared shitless I don't know what I'm going to do in Thailand I don't know how I'm going to make a living I don't know anything it was freaking scary but intuition that intuition that pull to do that was so much stronger than trying to figure it out so I just went for it I quit everything with two weeks and then went to Thailand and I've been traveling ever since it's been six years already that I've been traveling and it led me to such a beautiful journey like I never it's funny I never expected to find myself everyone's like oh you're gonna find yourself you're going to like fall in love you're gonna do all these things I was like I don't know maybe we'll see what comes out of it I don't expect anything but we'll see what comes out of it and that's exactly what happened yeah I found myself I fell in love I fell out of love i I learned new languages, I explored, I saw the world, like, I've traveled to almost 70 countries, most of them by myself. And I've lived in 10 countries, it's just such a beautiful journey to be able to do that. And then along the way, I had so many ups and downs in spirituality, in my health, in business, um, as any person would at this point, like, you don't know what you're doing, you're by yourself, you're halfway across where your home country is. And I'm so grateful for all all of those ups and downs, because that's what success is. Success is going to be ups and downs. And we live in this world that that's so social media focused and just like toxic positivity all the time. And everyone's happy. Everyone's dandy. And everyone's like, that's not what real life is, especially if you're traveling by yourself, like halfway across the world by yourself. And you don't know where anything is going to come from. You don't know what business you're going to do. Like for the first time in my life, I did not have security. Again, I had security since I was 17 years old old had a full-time job like that was the first time that I didn't have that security I didn't know what the heck I was doing yes I had a marketing degree and a graphic design degree so like finding clients was really easy for me in the beginning I was Mm -hmm. freelancing then I started an agency then I started doing like all these different things um like all these different random jobs that I found along the way too I was translating menus in Thailand Mm -hmm. um for restaurants because their English is so broken so bad so I was translating translating menus for them, like fixing their grammar on their menus. I was teaching English at a point, just random jobs that I found along the way. But it wasn't until um, almost two, two and a half years ago that I really found myself into coaching. I knew that I always had a bigger goal on this world, like in this world, something much bigger than me, something much stronger than just myself. And I knew that I wanted to help inspire people, help grow their mindsets. And at that point, like I was obsessed. Again, I get obsessed with these things. Mm -hmm. I was obsessed with expanded consciousness, with the law of attraction, with spirituality. My spiritual journey was very deep at this point as well. And I was already doing a little bit of uh, business coaching at that point because I 
I had a marketing degree uh, on top of my graphic design degree. And I started doing business coaching. I was like, yeah, this is fun. But like, what else can I do? And then my spirituality started expanding. So I started adding spirituality into my coaching. And then I just switched over and I started doing spiritual coaching, just spiritual coaching. Mm -hmm. And I did that for about a year. And I was like, I really, I do really love business and helping people start businesses as well. Like that is a passion of mine and like growing their businesses, getting past money wounds. That's something that I work with my clients so much with, like almost every client has so many money wounds. And I mean, I've had them too. And they say like the per your ideal client is the person that you were five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. Because I had so many money wounds as well. Like that is the <laughs> core of the things that I work on with my clients. And so I started bringing spirituality into business coaching. And that's what I do now, spiritual business coaching. And I know that was like a whole rant of everything. No, that's <laughs> really quickly of 10 minutes. Goodness. That's amazing. So like, I think a million questions just came out of that. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because I like, when you look back at what you had been doing, right? Your whole life, or maybe, you know, since you moved to Thailand or even before that, I don't know, but it was, you were always helping somebody to get further, like even by checking grammar and translating menus, you're still trying to help somebody grow. Right. Yeah, definitely. It was so funny. I recently did an interview for the Rhonda Swan show and I was telling her like my entire life, I, even when I was younger, like all I wanted was to be happy and to bring positivity and love and happiness and inspiration to people's lives. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know how the heck I was going to do this. Like at 10 years old, when they ask you like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, I just want to spread positivity and love and happiness to people. And coaching wasn't around the back of then. Like no one thought this was a real career. This was something that a lot of people would do in the 2020s. Yeah. But um, my parents always wanted me to go to like regular school. And that's what I did. And then I found myself into coaching into spreading this positivity. And like, if I could make a living, like being happy, spreading this love and being of service to people like that, my life is complete. Like that is my purpose, why I am here. And I'm so grateful that I was able to get into this vibration where I found that. And it's just, it's beautiful. I'm grateful for it every single day. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's funny because I just pivoted out of spiritual business coaching into just spiritual life coaching. And it's not that I, I, it's not that I don't like helping people grow their businesses, but that's not what was lighting me up. It was lighting me up to grow the person so that they could grow their business. Yes. Yeah. I mean, mostly nowadays I do a mix of both of them. That's why I call it spiritual business coaching, because you do have to obviously work on your inner self and your inner being as well. Like my calls are like my Mondays, I do business energetics, which is all just focusing on the energetics, on working yourself, on um, tapping into your intuition, tapping into your clients, tapping into like those higher vibrations. And then Mm -hmm. like Tuesday, Wednesday, we do um, Tuesday, I have a hot seat, which is all business. And then Wednesday, I have a guest speaker. So like I mix both of them together but and Mm -hmm. I love it that looks what lights me up and I'm grateful that you found yours too because yeah I did spiritual life coaching for a little bit and I was like oh I really do love the business side of it as well so why not mix them together spiritual business coaching sure whatever careers nowadays we all make them up whatever we could call ourselves whatever we want if we're an entrepreneur exactly yeah exactly like you know it's not that I could I will never or would not help somebody with their business now because of course I would if that's what they needed while I was, while they're coaching with me, you know what I mean? Of course I would do that. (laughs) I wouldn't be like, no, I don't do business anymore, but no, I would never say Especially if, yeah, especially if that was your background beforehand, you wouldn't be like, no, I don't, I don't know how to do this. Like here's someone else. No, of course you would help that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, and I feel like, you know, when we were just talking about helping people, like just kind of your whole life, like, you know, everything that, even from when I was younger, I've always had this like knowing of other people, like that I would be the one everyone came to for advice all the time because I would have deep advice. I wouldn't just be like, you know, give them some random generic 
oh, just break up with him or, oh, just, you know, whatever it was they were coming to me for. I always had a deeper, like, knowing of and could see the problem, the real problem, really fast. And it's funny because some people get freaked out by that because they're not ready to hear that deep problem yet. So sometimes I'm like, oh, i got to reel myself back a little. Let's start from <laughs> here, right? And I'm like, okay, and then we'll work our way down a little bit, you know? Um, but that's like one of my superpowers and always has been is that you can say to me, you know, I'm feeling this way right now, or I'm doing this thing right now. And usually I can, I just deep dive automatically. And I'm, and it's not that I'm assuming, but I'm 99% sure already (laughs) that this is probably what the problem is. So now we just got to get to that point in their mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they have to understand that that is the problem and then heal the root because that's the biggest thing for me is like healing at the root cause because you can't if you don't heal that root cause then it's it's just going to keep repeating itself over and over whatever it is until you do accept and heal that and change that root cause that story that belief that you know whatever it is conditioning that we've had from day one of our lives, you know? Um, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Most people, they don't, they just, they just like putting band-aids over things a lot of the time. They're like, oh yeah, let me, let me try to fix this, but not getting into the root thing. And that's something that I deal with my clients as well a lot is we really need to focus on that root cause because yeah, just like you were saying, if we don't heal that, then it's a repetitive pattern. And we all know how much we repeat patterns over and over and over again. We need to stop doing that, but we do that by healing those root causes. Right. And nobody wants to do it because it's scary and it's crappy and you've got to sit in some crappy feelings and pull up some, you know, maybe traumatic or not so great, possibly memories or things that you even forgot about that you're, they're dug so deep in that, in your subconscious that you're like, Oh crap. Like I got to deal with that. Yeah. That's called shadow work guys. (laughs) And yeah, if, I mean, and if you don't shine the light on the shadows, then, you know, and, and I think that's where a lot of when you were talking about toxic positivity, I feel like that's where, you know, that comes from almost is that nobody's talking about the shit work that you have to do. Yeah. And this is something that's been coming up for me recently a lot is this is my big problem with the new age spirituality is everyone's talking about like the light, the light, the light, always the light, but no, we have the darkness. Demons exist. All of that is real as well. And we need to look at that because it can't be all light. We need to work on the darkness as well, because like you were saying, like we need to shine the light on the darkness in order for the darkness to become light. We can't just be light, happy, go lucky all of the time. That's not how the world works. That's not how life works. We do need to look at those shadows, look at our own demons as well, because every single one of us has them. And unless we look at them, like they're going to keep coming up and being repetitive. And then you're wondering why your relationship isn't working, why your business isn't growing the way that it's supposed to, why all of these negative things are happening because you didn't heal all of those parts of you. We need to keep, um, and another thing is like a lot of people, they just say, Oh, uh, we got to keep healing, healing, healing. Well, like you can keep healing, but still elevating your business and still keep growing and still going up. Like you don't have to stop growing all of a sudden because you're healing. Like you could do both of them consecutively. Exactly. Yeah. You can heal and walk forward at the same time. (laughs) Like chewing gum and patting your belly or your head or whatever it is they say, or just chewing gum and walking, right? Chewing gum and walking, both of them at the same time. You can do both at the same time. Yeah. And, you know, might one feel crappier than the other or one's scared, like, you know, the walking forward might be a little scarier because you're still healing this thing. But when you're giving yourself the grace to know that you are doing the best thing for yourself by shining the light on those shadows and looking at them and committing to yourself that you're like, okay, I want this to change, whatever it is, 
whether it's in your business, whether it's in your life, whether it's whatever it is, that you have control over it. So when you're shining the light on the shadow and you're healing whatever it is, taking the step forward while you're doing that can feel scary because you're like, okay, well, I'm not done with this. Is it just going to keep coming? But you're telling the universe already that you want to heal this and you don't want this to keep repeating itself. So when you walk forward, it's not going to repeat itself as much as you're healing. The universe will, you know, understands that you are doing the best you can with what you have at this point. And it's like, if you could see me right now, like I have two fingers up and they're kind of like one rolling over the other. (laughs) They're like, it's like healing, walking, healing, walking, healing, walking, (laughs) you know, it's like, (laughs) like, like that's kind of what I look like right now. I'm like, it, it looks like this little machine and that's exactly what it, what is happening is this little machine is working within you and telling the universe, I want to heal, but I also need to keep moving forward. And the universe knows that too. It doesn't want you to stay stuck. Energy, (laughs) your energy, the universe is like, no, we want you to have every fucking thing you ever wanted because that's your birthright to have whatever you want. (laughs) And you are worthy and deserving of everything that you wanted. Don't ever forget that as well. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah, I, I totally understand. And I think that needs to be talked about a lot more is, you know, like, you know, yes, you can go see, like, you you can say, oh, Janessa's a a master mindset coach. Great. She can just fix my mindset. No, honey, I cannot. (laughs) I can't just fix it. I can help you heal it and fix it. You like, can fix it. So you yeah. are the only one that can fix it. We yeah. as coaches, we can, we're here to help you and we're here to guide you. We cannot do any of the fixing for you. That deep work, all of that grunt work, you're going to mm. have to do that yourself. And trust us, like as coaches, we're always healing. <laughs> we're yeah. still, and we have coaches as well. Like, yep. So we can get better because we understand the process and we understand like the commitment to ourselves and our businesses and our growth. Like this is what we do for a living. We love it we're obsessed with it and we want to help you get there as well right and you don't have to be obsessed with it you just have to want it to change (laughs) yes yeah I think that's the biggest thing you want it to change so in your journey Anya there has been lots and lots of things uh new skills that you have brought into your life have brought into I'm assuming probably your business as well um And one of them we talked about before we started really (laughs) recording, uh, and I'm going to try it again, because if anyone listening has been or is going through the 30 day moon manifestation challenge, you know that I always start off the meditations with this, and I probably botch it when I say it in there too, but it's the feeling behind it that matters, but it it is. Oh, here we go. Ready? Ho'opo. No, I'm, nope. Not going to say it. Go ahead. You, tell, tell me again. Tell me. Say it again for me. Ho'oponopono. Thank you. Oh my yes. God. I'm going to get it. I'm going to like practice that word like a hundred times a day just to make sure I get it right. But this, it's a Hawaiian ancient, Um, is it a prayer or is it a mantra? Do they call um, it? it could be both. I mean, prayers and mantras are pretty much pretty interchangeable. Much <laughs> and, um, and it's why I love it is because it, you can use this anytime, any day to heal yourself, to heal your relationship with others, to help heal others, you know, without even like connecting with them. Because there was a a study done, and I don't remember the doctor that did. I think it was a Hawaiian Dr. doctor. Dr. Lee. Dr. Lee. And I would love to share that story yes, as well. Yes, share it, please, because I don't know the answer. Yes. 
Yes. So Ho'oponopono is essentially the belief that you are in control of everything that comes into your life. If you get into an accident, you've attracted that accident. If you um, if you spilled coffee, you attracted that. You are in control over every single thing that comes into your life. You are essentially the God goddess, the universe of your own life. You are in control of everything. So there was this doctor, this Hawaiian doctor called Dr. Lee, and that's actually who I've studied with um, to to get my certifications in Ho'oponopono. So he, um, there was this psych ward a long time ago, maybe in the 60s or the 70s. And there was these mental patients in this psych ward that there was like 30 of them, 40 of them, and they were just going crazy. And anything and everything that these people working at the psych ward tried to do was not working. Like they tried all these different medications. They tried all these different um, modalities to try to get these people to get better. And they were just, I mean, it's a psych ward. They were crazy (laughs) and nothing was working. So someone heard about this doctor, Dr. Lee, and they went up to him and they asked him, they're like, Hey, we would love for you to come in and do whatever it is that you do. We've heard you're awesome. We've heard you like save people. You're helping you help heal. Like we have this such a problem with the psych ward. We would love for you to come in. So he said, okay, I'll come into the psych ward and I'll help you on one condition. And the people at the psych ward are like, okay, well, what's your condition? And he says, I, I don't want to see any of the patients. I will help heal all of the patients, but I don't want to see any of them. Just send me over the files, send me over um, like their photos and, and that's it. That's all I need. And the people yeah. are like, well, what, what do you mean? You don't want to see any of the patients. How are you going to heal them? How are you going to help them if you're not seeing any of them? Yeah. So he got all of the photos, he got all of their files. And what he did was practice Ho'oponopono. And anyone can practice Ho'oponopono. It's so easy. It's literally just saying four mantras, four prayers over and over and over again. It's I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. And by constantly focusing on these words, again, it's the the point of Ho'opono is that you're attracting everything. So he attracted those people into his life, those psych patients into his life. So he's saying to himself, as well as to them, I'm sorry, I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry to myself. I'm sorry that I've attracted these. Please forgive me for attracting these people into my life. I love you. I love these patients. Like I'm sending them so much love and thank you. Thank you universe. Thank you God for giving me these patients. So I have the courage and the strength to help them as well. Mm -hmm. So he would do this over and over and over again, like all day, every day. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. I'm sorry. I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. Over and over. And then two months later, there was like 15 patients late left. And then six months later, they ended up closing down the psych ward because all of his patients were saved. They were healed. And everyone was so astonished and so in, in complete awe how he healed them because he never saw any of them. All he did was literally just focused on them, focused on the intention. And all he did was say, I'm sorry, I love you. Please forgive me. Thank you. And then after, after six months or a year, I can't remember the exact dates, the psych ward closed down and it doesn't exist anymore because he healed all of the patients. Mm. No, that's an incredible story. Right. I mean, <laughs> amazing. Some people are probably so like, simple. Like you're kidding, right? Like that's what people, <laughs> I can just hear in my head, people going, what, you know? Um, but I read that story and then I read a little bit more about Ho'opo no Pono. I don't know. You're getting better. I'll I'll get it. I'll get it. (laughs) Um, and I was like, okay, well, I have to incorporate this into, you know, before we even start a meditation, like this is what I have everyone do. And I do explain it a little bit, like just to like what you said, what each mantra means, why you are saying each one and to set the intention of why you are doing it. Yes. And really to whether you are focusing it on it for yourself or you are focusing on it for 
someone else and yourself, like a relationship type of a thing. And it, that doesn't mean an intimate relationship. It can be any kind of relationship. It can be your relationship with nature. It can be your relationship with spirituality. It can be a relationship with something that's not tangible, you know? Um, but it's tapping into what, this is how I feel about it, is it's tapping into the energy of the, the bond that you want to strengthen and the energy of the you or uh, your higher divine source. And if you are doing this in relation to um, like a, a human relationship, the other person's energy as well, tapping into that and then saying these words. Um, I have them say it three times and I always let them know, you know, do this as many times as you want during the day. You can do it all day, every day, if that's what you want, you know, um, or you can do it just when we do it here, whatever you want to do. But I really feel like behind this, I mean, I can say those words a million times, but if I'm not feeling it, and if I'm not tapped into an energy of what I really want to happen or to manifest, quote unquote, from this ritual, then the words don't really mean anything, right? Yeah, I mean, that's intention behind anything, intention behind meditating, intention behind working out, intention behind um, doing EFT tapping, hypnosis, anything like the intention, that's what really like sets the precedent of if it's going to manifest into your life or not. And I encourage you, I encourage the listeners, like definitely try it out. You'll be so surprised. So something so simple, yet so beautiful. And the results that comes out of it, like try it with a partner, try it with your kids try it with whomever in your life like if you get in an argument with your partner so relax and take some breaths and walk away from it for a second and then say I'm sorry I love you please forgive me thank you and keep saying that like say it for 10 minutes straight your partner will come up to you and apologize to you yeah <laughs> and it, you were in the wrong but that's how powerful this bond is like you were saying it's that bond and that connection between you the other person you and whatever um because again you are the creator of your reality so if you yeah. put that intention behind those words like you'll be surprised at what miracles come out of it yeah yeah I love that and I I'm always you know, one of the biggest things also when we start our, my monthly challenge is to talk about the mind, your, how your mind beliefs and energy work behind the manifesting, you know, because that's what we do in our, in my challenge every month, we manifest with the moon. So we manifest with the moon cycles and the energy of each phase. So if your mind and energy and beliefs behind what you're manifesting are false, then your manifestation is not going to come into fruition. Like you have to have that connection. You have to have a belief. Like you have to really believe that you can have this thing that you are calling in, whether it's physical or not, not physical. And believe that, you know, you can be the person that can call this in. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's what all manifestation is. And then attaching that feeling to it as well. Not only that belief, but that feeling. Like, how does it feel to have this? How does it feel to be that person you want to become? And how does it, how do you feel like once you've attracted these opportunities, once you've attracted these, these people in your life, whatever it is that you're manifesting, like that actual feeling and belief behind it, because uh, it's so powerful and faith is so powerful as well. Just most people, they don't, they, they give up before it happens. Like there's this one, um, there's this one meme of like success happening and you can apply this with manifestation as well like success happens like right before you quit like someone like digging at a um 
I, a cave, I think it was. I don't remember the entire uh, meme. Like someone digging at a cave and like someone gives up. But no, like you keep going because your success is right on the other side of that. Your manifestation is right on the other side of that. But people just lose faith and give up right before they achieve that. Yeah. Yes. And that's a lot of reasons why I believe that entrepreneurs give up within the first even year, but it's usually one to three years. Most entrepreneurs are like, if it's not working, it's never going to work. Well, of course it's going to work. It's going to work at some point. It's going to work because your beliefs are changed. Your beliefs changed. Your energy has changed. So if you're not working on those things in the beginning, if you're just working on the strategy, following the five-step whatever's that everyone on the and their mother is giving out right now <laughs> you know following the the i can show you how to get 10k month frameworks and, and there's nothing wrong with those i'm not downing them when i say that because we need them we need the strategies too but we also need to have the energetics and our beliefs and our values and our mission and our vision and all of those things behind it all to push it forward, to create it, because that's, that's where it gets created. It's created inside of you. It's not created outside of you. Everything you have that you want is in you already. And it's your job to pull it out or find somebody to help you pull it out, which is why we have coaches and more coaches and more coaches, right? <laughs> to pull it out and bring it, help you bring it into your reality. Like show you where the, where your gaps are, where you're, you know, missing that one little thing where you're like, this stupid strategy isn't working. Why isn't it working? Well, because you don't believe it's going to work. And when I say that to people, they either look at me like they want to tear my head off or they're like, oh shit, you're so right. Because that's the truth. I mean, I can tell you, oh, because that strategy sucks. No, it doesn't suck. Any strategy is going to work. <laughs> Any single strategy is going to work, but you got to believe it's going to work. And stay consistent with it. <laughs> and stay consistent with it. Yes. And, what, and that's, you know, in business and life, period. You know, is it going to work the second that you implement it? Maybe not, but if you, like you said, if you stay consistent with it and keep doing it and don't jump around, that was my big mistake in the beginning was like, oh, this month that didn't work. So I'm going to try something different. <laughs> oh, yeah. So stay consistent. And even if it doesn't work, but know the difference. Keep going. It will get, you will get there with anything like with right. business, with life, with love, just and working out anything, stay consistent and right. you will get there the more you do it. <laughs> right. And another thing I always tell people too is, but also know the difference. Like there, if it's not aligned, there is a time to stop. Do you know what I mean? Like you have yeah. to know yourself enough to say, okay, this isn't in alignment with what I am trying to achieve versus this is an alignment because it's not working. Yeah. So you know, just knowing that, knowing your own intuition and knowing yourself on a deep level will help you stay in alignment with anything. doesn't even matter what it is. Yeah. And I mean, the universe always gives you those kinds of hits. Like your intuition is stronger. It's just, we suppress it so much. I mean, like women were a little bit much more intuitive, obviously than men, but we still suppress it working in corporate America or regular day-to-day -day life, or us thinking that we're absolutely crazy for receiving this hit. And we're like, no, it's actually like the universe pushes you to have this alignment, to keep growing, to keep evolving, but we suppress it a lot of the time so trust your guts trust your intuition trust those little voices in your heads like you're not going crazy yeah they are there to help you and to assist you 
Yeah. Even if they sound ridiculous. <laughs> Like, I'm telling you, because there was like one day, I don't, and I still don't even know why, but I was sitting here at my computer and I just like something, you know, a little voice in my head just said, get up and go outside. And I was like, right now, like, you know, here I'm having conversation with myself in my head. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, right now, like, but I'm, uh, I'm like, okay, I'm not even going to question it. Just get up and go outside. But I just obviously just needed a break at that moment. And it was an odd timing for me, but I did. I did it. And then when I came back, it was like a whole fresh new experience. You know, I was like, oh, I can see so much clearer now. This and that's just nice. what it was. I just needed to get away for like five or 10 minutes to come back with a fresh set of eyes to see something a little bit differently. And sometimes that's all we need. Yeah. And those intuitive hits, they're strong. Like that's exactly how I wrote my book. Mm, (laughs) It was an intuitive hit. Like I kept getting the message right, right, right. For about a month straight. I'm like, universe, source, God, what do you want me to write about? I am not a writer. Like this was crazy to me. Absolutely crazy. I kept telling the universe that you're crazy. I don't know why you want me to write. I'm not a writer. I've never considered myself a writer. I did terrible in English, terrible in writing. Like English is my second language. And I was like, I know, like, what am I supposed to write? So I wrote a couple of blog posts, social media posts, and they kept telling me, right, right, right. And then finally I heard write a book. And then I thought the universe was even crazier because I was like a book, like, like who am I? Who am I to write a book? Like, I'm not anyone. Like all these imposter syndromes came up, but I trusted it. I trusted it. I went for it. And then, um, A few months later, I hit bestsellers list. And I'm so grateful that I did just this morning, someone sent me a it's been about a year since I've published my book, not not a full year, but she just celebrated her year of sobriety. She just messaged me this morning and wrote me this beautiful testimonial saying how like my book has helped her so much going through those dark moments of her life. Mm. And it's because I trusted that intuition, like, I get messages like that every single day. So I highly encourage you to like, listen to those voices they might be crazy to you especially in the beginning but they're there for a reason and the universe keeps pushing those intuitive hits to you of what you should be doing I always compared us to like imagine uh let's say 10 years ago you came up with this beautiful idea for like a selfie stick or something like some idea that you came up with whatever it is like a new holder or whatever and then like two months you don't act on it two or three months later someone else comes up with this idea and you kick yourself in the butt saying man I came up with that someone stole my idea no they didn't steal that idea from you you didn't act on it so the universe gave that idea to someone else like the universe always gives us these ideas every single day but most of the time 90% of the time we suppress them we quiet them down we don't take them we don't listen to them but if we did imagine for so many reasons yeah like imagine what magic we could create if we actually listened to all of them I know yeah we you know all be gazillionaires probably (laughs) Yeah, but people are lazy and they don't want to do the actual work. <laughs> I know, right? Um, I was going to say something else too. Oh, the, you know, when you were just talking about, you know, we're talking about the little hits that we hear in our own heads, but sometimes when you hear the hit in your head and you're like, yeah, whatever, like, and you dismiss it or you suppress it or whatever. And then the universe starts showing you other things. Like the same words are coming from other people. The same words are just showing up in different places. Something, because when you said book, I was like, oh my God, this is like the 95th time I've heard this in like two months. (laughs) Like I've literally had like book coaches, more than one reach out to me going, oh, you really should write a book. And I, you know, want to help you, blah, blah, blah. And I when I got a reading um, during my very first energy healing session, which was probably almost a year ago now. And she, one of the things that she said to me was there's a book in you. Um, And and it's just been coming up a lot. So probably for the past year, I have heard book about a million times. (laughs) So 
I guess it's time to at least just start thinking about the book, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, well, the universe and, and keeps make, guiding you. Yeah, and we make the excuses of, well, I'm doing this right now, or well, I'm doing that, or like, I don't have time to write. But you know what? If I just did it for like 10 minutes a day, yeah, like it doesn't matter. Like the universe isn't saying write a book and be done with it tomorrow <laughs> or be done with it in a month or even in six months saying start writing a fucking book start right? writing yeah I mean it takes people like 10 years to write books sometimes like don't beat yourself up for it but do it every that goes back to that whole consistency thing like mm-hmm. spend 10 minutes just write a page every single day whatever however long set a time limit set max 20 minutes every single day but do it every single day that's yeah. the whole point that's the and whole point can, of being consistent and it can be a complete mess when you're done with it oh yeah that's why they have editors <laughs> That's why they have exactly. and publishers, right? You know, yeah, you're gonna have to spend some money to get your book out there if you don't want to edit it and publish it yourself. Yeah, you you are, but it it doesn't matter. Like your book can just be it. It can be like this, just mesh of ideas and like sentences and words and things, and you hand it off to a publisher, and they'll probably scratch their heads and be like, "Oh my god." Like, I totally get the idea of this book and I love it, but we're really going to have to work on this. You know what I mean? <laughs> or yeah, they could I mean, be that's like, what... this is awesome, you know? <laughs> and, may- and maybe that's how your book is. Just a bunch of random thoughts and ideas on paper. And that's okay, more of like a journal. And that's okay, too. Yeah, yeah that's what they have first draft, second draft, third drafts for. <laughs> so, because yeah. they're just drafts at that point. <laughs> just exactly. a whole bunch of random words. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But start. So, That's the whole point. Start. Yeah. If you keep getting an intuitive hit of writing a book or starting a new workout regimen or whatever it is, hiring a particular coach or being on TV or do, whatever it is that lights your soul on fire, start it. Yeah. Start it today because there's never going to be a good time ever. Right. No, you're not. You're always going to make some type of an excuse, you know, or you're ego will always make some kind of an excuse One there's always going to be something there's always going there's to be always going to be something yeah. <laughs> so you have to you know just jump over that that whatever it is that says oh not right now and be like yeah no yeah right now like you have to take control over that and you know sometimes those intuitive hits save your life and that happened to me and if you haven't heard the story it's I have mentioned it multiple times on this podcast, um, but I'll tell it one more qu- time very quickly. My kids and I were in the car on the highway. My daughter was young, like two, maybe not even, just learned how to unbuckle her her car seat buckle from the front. My son was in the back seat, couldn't reach her without unbuckling himself. So I was about to pull over onto the um, the what do you call it? Like the breakdown lane of the highway and had my blinker on to do so. And I was like, no, you know what? There's a way station where the trucks go in to like weigh their trucks or whatever. There's a way station down there. I can pull in and pull park in there. And it was like, not even a mile, like a quarter of a mile. It was like right there. And as soon as I decided not to do that, like not to pull into the breakdown lane, a car came down the breakdown lane doing over a hundred with a state trooper behind him oh my goodness yeah and if i had pulled over like we'd all be dead yeah wow so that's like my biggest that's like the biggest thing that i have has ever happened like the most memorable i mean probably because i'm like i could be dead right now and so could my kids wow you know i got chills to listen to that goodness yeah. And it wasn't even a, like in my head, I didn't hear a, no, don't do that. It was just like, it was almost like spirit took over and was like, no, we're not going to yeah. do that. We're going to wait. Um, that clear yeah. cognizance, that just that inner knowing, like, I don't know how I knew that, but I'm going to, I knew this, like, I need yeah. to go to I don't the know way station yes. versus like exactly. pulling over on the side. Exactly. That inner knowing. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know anything. I just know that that's, wow. I'm going to do this instead. Yeah. So that was like powerful. Yeah. That's, that's one of the most powerful stories that I have um, for intuition. 
Um, yes. To listen to your intuition. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but that was like, it was literally like just an action. Like I didn't think about it. I didn't, there was nothing. It just did it that way. And it, it was, and I know that it was a higher power spirit guides, mm-hmm. somebody watching over me, <laughs> like just flipping that switch and saying, nope, don't do that to do this. And like almost guiding my hands and brain for me to say no, because if you do this, like your lives, ever, all your lives are going to be over in a second. And, and it would have happened in a second. Wow. Um, powerful. But there was something else that I was going to say too, that you were talking about, but I can't remember exactly what it was. <laughs> um, I don't know, but yes, intuit, intuition. I have, I, I do intuitive days too. Sometimes if I have time by myself, like that I can take a ride or whatever, like I, this is how I explain intuition to people that are like, I don't know how to connect to my intuition. <sighs> I'm like, Okay, well, you know how they say that life doesn't come with a manual, but it does come with a GPS. And you just got to plug it in. <laughs> and you don't even have to, like, the destination's pre, like, I don't want to say preset because y- you do have free will and you can change your, you know, path at any time. But you just need to plug in the GPS and tap into the intuition and listen, like the first little tiny whisper or knowing that you get is your intuition. The big loud, no, let's not do that is your ego. (laughs) Yeah. And the more that we practice it, the more we develop it as well. Like those little silent whispers, they'll become like loud whispers at a point. Yeah. We develop them. It's, it's a, it's just the muscle essentially. Like we can develop these intuitive hits and just pay attention to how it comes into you as well. Mm -hmm. Cause sometimes your intuition could come into you like as an actual whisper. Like it could be like that inner knowing how Jacena had it, like that inner knowing in your body, like that gut feeling, like a sensation, a smell, like just pay attention to how they're coming for you and just, and then develop it more. Like if it comes into you, like as a gut feeling like a punch in the gut like I know this is something that I have to do and start paying attention to your gut more like listen, start mm. listening to it start actually like developing that sex that side of you that section there's a ton of like different like chakra meditations you can do different types of intuitive meditations you can do in order to develop those parts of you as well um just so you can start developing that little intuitive muscle yeah. And, you know, I know that it, it, this is difficult for a lot of people because we were never taught this. Like we were never told that we had an intuition. <laughs> yes. Every single one of us does have it. And every single one of us can connect it to other realms and can connect to spirits. Every single one of us is psychic even like we right. all have this inside of us. It's just, we, again, we need to develop it. We need to explore it. And if you, if you want to, course if you want to because some people want absolutely nothing to do with spirit guides and talking to psychics and all this stuff so if you want to you could definitely develop it right but I mean growing up I was never told oh by the way like you have this thing called intuition and it actually can help guide you through your life on your on the actual purpose that you are here on earth for like nobody ever said that to me so that's the whole problem with American school system and a lot of school systems in general. Like yeah. That like finances, money wounds, like doing your taxes even like, come on, <laughs> like we need to be learning these things. Yes. Yeah. Like taxes, there's finance, an opportunity why? right there, creating a university for young children to learn all of this, to yeah. learn intuition, Emotional to learn. Yes. Mindset. Like, Oh, there you go. What, Intuitive what their emotions are period. Like, Kids don't even know what, you know, they like, they see these little pictures of like a happy face and sad face and a mad face. And they're like, oh, that one's happy. That one's sad. That one's mad. But nobody tells them (laughs) what it feels like inside their body. Yeah. And how, and how to handle that when it does, when they do feel it. 
you know? Um, so good. Yeah. So yes, I totally agree. They definitely <laughs> need an inner world school of life at, <laughs> in school. Yes. <laughs> can you imagine? I like, it. I can only imagine <laughs> that like half the parents would like be like, no, we're going to opt out of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bunch of cuckoo woo woo women teaching yeah. my children. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have a friend though, that does do mindset stuff with like teenage like high school high school kids yeah one of my clients does the same with with high school kids as well which is beautiful like start them as young as possible it was funny I was actually speaking at a retreat at Napoleon Hill event um two weeks ago and half of the the attendees were kids in between the ages of like 16 and 19 years old which was a lot I was so surprised that they had this interest in mindset and um positive attitude and all of these things Mm. I was amazed and I was talking to them and I was like holy crap like I I mean I started my spiritual my um, personal development journey in my early mid-20s but I wish I started it 10 years earlier when I was that 16 17 19 years old like I wish I started it then because now they have this whole toolbox take it or leave it they might just leave it and forget about it for the next five years but Mm. they can open they know that these tools exist they can open this toolbox and come to it whenever they need to like Mm -hmm. they have those tools in their lives for the rest of their lives now and it's so beautiful I wish more kids would experience that and more children would be able to feel that and have those tools for their lives as well like this it's done deal it's gonna happen (laughs) yeah no it's definitely gonna happen um that's you know why I think the, the world is the way it is right now like there really is a great awakening right now oh yes and uh, you know, whether a lot of people think so or not, I'm finding, I mean, of course your vibe attracts your tribe. So I obviously find a lot of people <laughs> that do, you know, believe that the, the same way I do is that, you know, we're just raising consciousness right now. And that's, that's why so much of this is happening. That's why, you know, even with, this is not a political podcast at all but I'll give my opinion on this anyways is why segregation is coming up again Mm -hmm. you know like we're repeating a pattern whether this time it's not skin color uh, it's still skin color in a lot of ways (laughs) you know still like that still exists but the, the the vaccinated unvaccinated right now is is at the forefront um mm-hmm. along with you know skin color too as well still but you know we're just repeating we're repeating patterns so when you see a repeating pattern this is you know this is when you go okay oh where what are we not learning here what are the root causes of it? What yeah. are, how can we fix it? Go yeah. full circle. <laughs> how do, yes. Yeah, exactly. How, yeah. We just went full circle in, you know, 50 years. Um, and one of them have, it hasn't even been healed or, you know, I don't, I don't like the word fixed because, you know, I just doesn't resonate with me, but healed more resonates with me. So, so many things in humanity haven't been healed yet, but this, is one pattern that's coming up right now that's repeating again is segregation just on a different level. Yeah. And yeah, it is definitely time to look at why, like why, why is that happening? And for people who don't agree with how it's happening, just like in any other you know, um, discriminatory circumstance to stand up and be like, Hey, this isn't okay. This isn't okay. Yeah. We need to all come together for this and one way or another, just speak up, share, share what your beliefs are, share what you think, what you really feel and, and be united with those that are similar to you in whatever way you stand, like a vaccinated, unvaccinated colors, whatever, whatever, whichever way you stand, like stay with those people because the only way we're going to get out of this is doing it together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 
and and know that there are that there's going to be messy parts of it that you're going to be like oh crap what did I get myself into here (laughs) you know like people that are not going to agree with you that are going to be have very strong opinions oh yeah and and standing in your power and using your voice to you know solidify your values and your beliefs question everything also oh my god question every fucking question everything yes and it was so funny because even earlier like before we even I don't know it was like seven eight o'clock this morning I don't even know why but I was walking up the stairs to my to my room because that's where my computer is it's where I'm sitting right now is in my bedroom recording this and in my head I got a, yeah, I question every single thing in reality. Because why would you, I mean, you, when you, why would you not? (laughs) Why would you not? Like, but, but a lot of people don't know that they can or even should. So the more we talk about that, the more people that, the more that message spreads as well. Yes. And we need to spread that message loud and clear nowadays. And people, yeah. please have, have your own opinions, question everything, ask mm-hmm. questions, just find your own truth. It might not be the same path. It might not be the same truth as someone else. And there's going to be people that are going to have very strong opinions otherwise. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Just stay in, keep asking what your truth is. Right. And keep learning. Keep, yeah. keep unlearning but keep learning. <laughs> yeah. Unlearning to relearn. <laughs> unlearning to relearn. Yeah. And dying to rebirth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's not as like harsh as it sounds either, because I can definitely <laughs> yeah. say like the person I was two years ago would, if you told me that this is what I would be talking about today, I would have been like, you're out of your freaking mind. You, <laughs> you know? So it, it was not a painful journey at you know by any means it was a gradual journey and there were messy moments and that's all necessary though all yeah all necessary but and there still will be like this isn't gonna stop there's still gonna be awesome joyful great amazing moments and some messy ones too Oh yeah. So that's life. <laughs> the school of life. Yeah. But that's how you grow and that's how you expand yeah. and that's how you grow evolve. you know, hold space for, for people to come in and say, yeah, I want to find my voice and I, I want to stand in my beliefs. You're doing it. I know, you, I know I can do it too. Now, you know, like you are the portal of possibility when you do these things and you share them. So yeah, it's beautiful. Mm. So good. <laughs> that being said, we're uh, we're over an hour now, Anya. I can't. Ooh, wow. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Um. So thank you, one, for being here and being, you know, sharing your thoughts and your journey with us. It's much appreciated. Um. And I'd love for you to share again where everyone can find you and. Um, you know, find out more about you, your work, all of those things. Thank you so much, Janessa. First off, like this has been absolutely incredible. A beautiful Friday morning. I usually don't take any calls on Fridays, Thursdays, and Fridays are my non-call days, but yeah. I was like, this is going to be fun. It's going to light me up and put me in the good mood for the weekend. <laughs> Yay. So this has been fantastic. Thank you. Uh, yes. So you can all find me at Anya Halama is my website and social media. I am a pretty much everywhere at Anya Travels. And on Facebook, I'm Anya Halama as my, my regular name. Everywhere else, I'm at Anya Travels. Awesome. And I'll link those up in the show notes um, along with, I think you have had something that you were, oh, you're, you want to talk a little bit about your five-day rebel retreat yeah 
Yeah. So the Rebel Entrepreneur Retreat, I host these five-day retreats that will align you to your ideal clients. It's for coaches, consultants, healers, service-based providers, um, anyone who's really looking to add spirituality into your business. We're going. I'm going to teach you my five-step method, essentially my Rebel method to rewire your money wounds, attract your ideal clients, energetically align with them, and level up your business finally to those six and seven figures, to those consistent 10, 20, 30K months that most entrepreneurs are dying to go for. So consistently get those in. I give you a step-by-step roadmap on how to deal with it. The next one is coming up shortly. So be sure to sign up. There's going to be a link probably below as well. And it's just rebelentrepreneurretreat.com. Yep. Yep. I have that here and I'll make sure that that gets linked up as well. And that sounds amazing. So I know that, um, you know, pivoting out of business coaching and into spirituality, life coaching, I still have a lot of entrepreneurial audience. So I'm sure they will yeah. be very interested <laughs> in that. And um, thank you again. And as always to anyone listening out there today, please screenshot this episode, share it in your stories, tag us, tell us what you thought, give us your aha moments, send us DM love or, you know, not. <laughs> if there was something you didn't like about this episode we want to hear that too like your opinion matters it doesn't matter yeah. what it is so tell us all the things and we will talk to you uh, in the next episode but if you could manifest any desire you want faster without overwhelm frustration self-doubt guilt or self-sabotage maybe you feel guilty for feeling that way for wanting more Like your life's pretty good and you should be grateful for everything that you already have. I mean, you've heard that statement your whole life, right? I know I did. Listen, your intuition ain't lying. There is so much more and you get to have and do anything you want while being so super grateful for where you are right now. And while most people are busy settling for mediocre, you know you deserve more and you're so ready to create your one of a kind life where you get to have it all. And it will all be yours because you'll know what most people don't. The best kept manifesting secret weapon, moon manifesting. Join me free for the 30 day moon manifestation mastery challenge and learn how to tap into the moon's natural, powerful energy to bring you what you want faster. Just go to newspiritualbadass.com slash moon dash manifestation dash challenge and sign up today. Seriously, it's free. You have nothing to lose and everything to gain. See you there.